you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What is up? Welcome to another edition of the NFL Fantasy Football Show. It's me, your man, MG Marcus Grant. Still fully vaccinated, still dodging variants like Neo in the Matrix. We are joined, as we normally are, by the specialists on the other side of the glass. And producer Hytham is back. Welcome back to the chair, Captain. It's good to see you again, bud. He got tired of dealing with his uh, kids' crap, so he came back <laughs> to deal with ours. We appreciate you, man. Uh, but we got a plenty of do. Oh, by the way, I'm also joined here to my left by Michael F. Florio, uh, which we didn't mention. The Sans arm brace, like it's been a week oh, now, yeah. right? It's great. Yeah, I, uh, I I've shed it. I've started uh, stupidly, probably shooting around again before uh, <laughs> I got the okay from my doctor. But I'm back. I don't I don't need to wear it. So yeah, it's good. It's nice. It's like you know, no more bionic hands. <laughs> so it's uh, it's really cool. So uh, we got plenty to talk to you about on this Wednesday. Lots to do in the fake football space. Uh, how worried should we be about Lamar Jackson? We'll ask the question if Travis Kelsey is still a first round fantasy pick, and we will preview every single game of the Week 14 slate. That's right. We're even going to throw in Monday as a bonus. Not that we won't talk about Monday on Monday, but we're going to talk about it a little bit today, too, because we're just in a giving mood like that uh, as we hit Week 14. So let's get it started, though, as we always do, with some fantasy headlines. We will start 
Just across the street from where we are sitting right now, news from the Chargers happened earlier in the week. Keenan Allen placed on the COVID-19 reserve list. Now he is reportedly vaccinated, so he can still potentially play. He does need two negative tests 24 hours apart. Uh, but let's go on the assumption that maybe he is not going to be available who benefits the most if uh, Keenan Allen's not out there? I, I think it would be Mike Williams uh, because early in the year when Mike Williams was thriving, yeah, they were taking some deep shots with him, but they were really using him in the short to intermediate routes and, and allowing him to, to do what he does, get open, you know, pick up some yards after the catch. Their usage with him kind of changed as the season went on as we saw Keenan Allen get more and more utilized. The last couple of weeks, it's kind of been like a long catch or, or nothing for Mike Williams. So I think he'll get more volume. I think he'll go back to getting usage similar to how he did early in the season. So I think if Keenan sits, Mike Williams is a must start this week. I definitely agree with that. I think you know what we have seen with the way they're using him the last few weeks, getting him much more involved uh it's not quite what it was the first few weeks of the season when he was like a top two or three wide receiver but it's getting closer to that so I think he probably is the answer I will say though if you were in a deeper league or you're just feeling uh maybe a little bit contrarian especially in a DFS potential situation uh Jalen Guyton seems like he might be yeah. the next man up in this uh in this offense there we saw him get a couple of targets last week so I, I don't know how much you're going to love him for seasonal leagues but uh, like I said, uh, maybe deep leagues, maybe DFS. Uh, Jalen Guyton, a name to uh, to keep in mind for you. In New York, uh, bad news for Corey Davis. He is going to undergo season-ending core muscle surgery. So uh, that puts a cap on Davis's season. We had big hopes for him. And he had a couple of bright spots during the year, but nothing really consistent. So he's gone for the year. Uh, Elijah Moore right now is listed as being day-to-day -day with an injury. Are there any other Jets wide receivers you can trust? No, not not willingly, at least. <laughs> I, I think if you're in, like, a deeper league, you could use Jamison Crowder just because volume. Like, uh, I, I mean, he's going to be in the slot. He's going to get you, like, six, seven targets a game, something like that. But he doesn't bring a lot of upside. So, really, with the Jets, it's, it's Elijah Moore, it's Michael Carter if he returns, and that's it. I, I really wouldn't be excited to play anyone else. That's kind of how I'm feeling, too. There, there's just nothing here. And I you – know, I, Look, I knew this was going to come back to bite me. I remember saying back in August that, hey, I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of intrigued about this Jets offense. Like, I don't know what it could be, but maybe it'll be something fun. Um, it's been okay. I think that's probably the best way to describe it. It's been okay this yeah, year. Yeah, I, I mean, it all starts with the quarterback. When when you put up better numbers with three backups than your starter, that that's an issue. That is definitely an issue. So uh, we'll see how it goes the rest of the year. Hopefully Elijah Moore is available this week. Uh, to get back in the lineup, get back on the field. We'll see uh, how that goes as the next days uh, go along. Uh, believe it or not, there are still buys in week 14. Four teams on a buy. This is the last week that we have to deal with this madness, and then we are back to all play uh, for the end of the year. So the teams that are out, Indianapolis, Miami, New England, and Philadelphia. So some of the notable players on a buy at quarterback, no Carson Wentz, no Tua Tonga-Vailoa, no Jalen Hurts. At running back, this is the big one. Jonathan Taylor unavailable for you this week as he is on a bye. Miles Gaskin, Damian Harris, Miles Sanders, some of the other running back names that will be missing. Michael Pittman at wide receiver, along with Jalen Waddell and Devontae Smith and uh, a few tight ends of note, Mike Gesicki, Hunter Henry, and Dallas Goddard. So uh, make sure that you have all those guys out of your lineup in week 14. This is, this is one, it's, it's incredibly late. But also, this is the week before the playoffs start in a lot of leagues. So if you are on the bubble trying to make the playoffs, 
This is the worst. If you're on the bubble and you've got Jonathan Taylor who's been carrying you, this is the worst timing. I I, I play in a 2014 league with the research staff here, Mark, yeah. and I am fighting for a playoff spot, and my top two players this year have been Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> so, schedule makers, if you are listening, and we know that you know you are, do, right, like, Please keep fantasy in mind next year. No, no week fourteen buys. We we need our players this week. If we could just cram all this in from like say weeks six through twelve or yes. something like that, like that would be the best way to do it. We can make that happen. We can do the math. We can figure it all out. It'd be great. <laughs> all right, we are taking a look at three big questions heading into week fourteen. So uh, we will start. In fact, this is just put it out there. This is an all quarterback edition of the three big questions. We will start in Seattle, where Russ. Hasn't really been cooking all that well lately. Did have a pretty nice week last week against the 49ers. Got you nearly 20 fantasy points. But until then, it had been a struggle. So after what we saw last week against San Francisco, uh, are we ready to uh, slide back into Russ's kitchen again? Reluctantly, yes. Uh, (laughs) Partially because of who they're playing. They're playing the Houston Texans. And, I mean, if he can't get the job done against the Houston Texans, what are we doing here? But even still, like, a, a normal Russell Wilson against the Texans for me would be, like, a borderline top five quarterback. I have him ranked at the QB 11 this week. So he is a QB one. I think someone you could start in a 12 team league, but still not feeling super great about him and, and the pieces around him. It's more about the matchup. You're right. I think under normal circumstances in past years, we're talking about this matchup and you're thinking, Oh, we'll get 20, 25, maybe on a good day. We'll get 30 points out of Russ right now. I'm like, Hey, if I can get 19, 20 points out of Russell Wilson, I'm feeling okay about it. So uh, I am willing to kind of jump back in on this, but I'm with you. It's not, it's not the same level of excitement uh, that we had for Russell Wilson earlier in the year. So uh, you can start him just temper your expectations. I think is kind of the best way to go about that. Speaking of tempered expectations, uh, it has not been great for Lamar Jackson over the last few weeks. In fact, the Ravens offense as a whole has been sputtering, struggling to even get to 20 points in a ball game. Uh, For Lamar, it has not been particularly great. So what is your level of concern for him right now? I'm not all that concerned about Lamar just yet. Like, I I know last week, the last couple of weeks, and he did blame the illness and said, like, he didn't have his uh, full – strength uh two weeks ago but I, I i don't know i still trust lamar jackson he's still running he's still uh you know he still has mark andrews and marquise brown there catching the ball from him so again another one that not quite as high as i normally have him he's my qb7 i have him behind Taysom hill oh. very high on this oh. against the jets but i still think if you have lamar and you've been riding with him you could continue to do so i just know that what is it the last uh, his last three games He has been below 18 fantasy points, which is a little bit concerning. And the rushing numbers, again, let let me put this into some context, right? Uh, He has had fewer than 70 rushing yards in his last three games. Uh, It's it's 39 yards, it's 68 yards, it's 55 yards. For most quarterbacks, that's great. For Lamar Jackson, it's kind of, yeah. You're talking about a guy who's averaging about the almost 70 rushing yards per game. So for him, you know, to be at 39 for a week is like, yeah, it's not great. So, uh, but the ceiling is always high. That, that's, that's the thing. That's the like, you bench him, he's going to go off for, like, 30 points. You're going to hate yourself. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's always the thing. I look at it as, you know what, if I take a star player and I have him in my lineup and he does poorly, it's because well, he had a poor game, right? If I take a star player and I put him on the bench and he goes off, well, then it's my fault. And yep. I'm the idiot. Like, yep. that's, that's exactly how <laughs> that works. Uh, so that's, you know. That's, that's what you should take away from this Lamar Jackson conversation. Don't be an idiot. Um, 
We're going to get to our game previews in just a bit, but our last big question, uh, a really interesting matchup down in Tampa this week between the Buffalo Bills and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. you got the top two quarterbacks in fantasy football facing off against one another and Josh Allen and Tom Brady. So who do you think has the bigger game in this one? Uh, I, and I know I'm, I may be talking to somebody who's a little bit biased, but uh, <laughs> I, I will trust that you will be impartial here. Uh, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, who you got? I have these two ranked second and third amongst quarterbacks, but I have Josh Allen at two for a couple of different reasons. One, because when I was weighing the two, I was like, well, Allen could give me more with his legs, so that's a slight edge there. And I also think the matchup, at least on paper, I know the Bills are without Trey White now, which changes things, but... The matchup on paper is more favorable for Allen. The Bucks are great against the run, weak against the pass, whereas the Bills' secondary is the strength of their defense, and, and we have seen lately that you can run on them. So uh, because of that, I have Allen just higher, but I think both of them are slam dunk plays this week. When we were filling out the, the rundown for this, and I was looking at this question, which, by the way, I, I came up with, I actually like I went back and forth a few times. I think I wrote Allen, and I deleted it. I went Brady, and I deleted it. I went Allen, and so I finally settled on Tom Brady but that I think goes to show how close it is between the two of them this week uh you know I know that obviously on Monday night the Patriots didn't test Buffalo secondary they threw the ball three whole times uh I don't think that's going to be the case this week I mean I don't expect there to be weather like that this week down in Tampa uh so I do think Brady's going to throw it a little bit more and so I think we're going to get a test of what the Bills secondary is without Tredavious White uh, and, you know, and, and where do you go? Who do you who do you focus on? Is it Mike Evans? Is it Chris Godwin? Is it Gronk? Uh, you know, Leonard Fournette can catch the ball out of the backfield. So while Brady's not going to give you those points with his legs, uh, he does have a lot of guys to spread the football to. And so that's uh, but again, like I, I literally went back and forth on this several times <laughs> before I made a decision. And I mean, Belichick and Brady ruining the Bills seasons like old times. Like, like, the, more, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> it really, really is. Uh, all right. That gets us to our game previews. We're going to go through the entire Sunday and Monday. Actually, Thursday slate of games, too. Let me just start there. Uh, so we will start with the aforementioned TNF matchup. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers heading to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. In a game that both these teams really need, the Steelers got a much-needed win last week. The Vikings still uh, kind of smarting after giving up the first uh, win of the season to the Detroit Lions, but both of them very much in the playoff race. Uh, but for fantasy purposes, what should we do here? I think you could stream Tyler Conklin this week. It looks like Adam Thielen is not going to play. He suffered a high ankle sprain and with a, such a quick turnaround. Uh, but you see there, nine targets last week, second on the team behind only Adam, uh, only Justin Jefferson. And Conklin has shown us that he does have some upside this year. He can be used in the red zone. And I think with Adam Thielen out, he is going to get a good amount of volume. I, I could see him getting seven, eight, nine targets again this week. And I like going to him a little bit more than K.J. Osborne because it's tight end, you know. It's because of the position. So because of that, uh, I think you could stream Tyler Conklin. I, I agree, and I think the positional part of this makes a lot of sense because they could put up identical stat lines, but you're getting it from a tight end. It, yeah. it means a little bit more. Yeah, uh, you know that that four for thirty-seven and a touchdown feels a lot better coming from a tight end than, <laughs> than a, a receiver. And, receive. and the rest of that game, I felt was pretty straightforward. Like you know who to start on each of these teams by now. Pretty much. Uh, 
now get to that aforementioned Bills versus Buccaneers game. We talked about the quarterbacks, and and similar to Steelers and Vikings, we know a lot of the guys that you're going to start uh, on both sides of this equation. But I will say that a guy I think you really have to have in your lineup is Dawson Knox, and he continues to be a pleasant surprise at tight end. I know he had a couple of uh, a big drops, was involved in a couple of key plays late in that game on Monday night uh, that certainly didn't go Buffalo's way, but. For fantasy, what we like is that he was actually involved. He's a guy that Josh Allen is not afraid to go to in key spots. They're not afraid to go to down near the end zone. He remains uh, one of the tight end leaders in touchdown receptions. And you know, the Bucks' weak spot, as we've said repeatedly this year, has been the secondary, but especially against the tight end position. So Dawson Knox, uh, I, I mean, I, I'm not completely surprised he's doing this. I guess I'm surprised that he's doing it to this level, but it's been great. Yeah, and, and I mean, you could throw out, la- like, Monday night's game because you could throw that out for everyone who played in it, basically. <laughs> but besides that, he's been reliable more often than not this year. And even, like you said, on Monday, like, the opportunity was there for him. He just he dropped it. He dropped it, but uh, but we love the fact that he's getting those shots. I mean, that's, that's really what we care mostly about. All right, it is time for a break. But when we return, we keep rolling with our Week 14 game previews, including the renewal of a longtime rivalry in Washington. That's next on the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. 
Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Well, I say it's every single week at this time. You should follow us on TikTok. Uh, you should follow us on NFL Fantasy, first of all, on TikTok, because that's kind of the big handle. But then there's this, like this thing behind me with me in neon dancing like a lunatic uh, because <laughs> one of my terrible fantasy teams actually got a win. I was uh, I was about to be 0-7, but thankfully Michael Pittman caught a late touchdown against the 49ers and uh, helped me not be winless this year. But uh, follow me at Marcus Grant on TikTok because that's fun. Uh also, like, the real show actually happens between the breaks. Florio and I had a, a revelation <laughs> in the last break that uh, we both, as kids, thought Arson was an actual person and never understood why the authorities never arrested whoever Arson was. Um, so, yeah. My family still makes fun of me for till this day. I mean, look, the news is always like, hey, Arson is suspected. And I'm like, if they know who it is, they should just go arrest the dude. And this guy can get away right? every time. Like, how does Arson always <laughs> escape? Like, figure it out. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, let's get back to the game previews and enough of this nonsense. Uh, we will start with the Dallas Cowboys heading to Washington to take on the football team, uh, one of the longest, most heated rivalries in the NFL. For fantasy purposes, what should people know? I think you could start Michael Gallup in this one. I mean, Gallup is – I know he's the wide receiver three for them on paper. He's might be the best wide receiver three in the NFL. We saw that on display last week with that catch he had in the end zone. But – uh, Amari Cooper dealing with COVID, even if he is back because he had the 10 days, I still think in this matchup where Washington is very weak against the pass, but not, you know, they could stop the run a little bit. And Zeke is banged up right now. I think we just see a lot of passing. So I'd be looking to get all three of the Cowboys receivers in my lineup this week. Yeah, they, they spread the ball around a lot. And I've always been a fan of Michael Gallup. He just right now is on a roster with two guys that are slightly better than him and are going to get more opportunity. Uh, curious to see where he may end up next year because that could have a lot to do with uh, what his fantasy value is yeah. in 2022. Uh, over to the Ravens and the Browns. Uh, we don't have the Eagles to pick on this week when we're looking for tight ends because they're on a bye. But the next best option uh, might be the Baltimore Ravens. So for that regard, I'm going to say a sleeper is Austin Hooper this week. I will tell you that at first I actually had David Njoku in this spot. 
Uh, but he has been placed on the COVID-19 reserve list and may not be available for the Browns this week. So we're just going to pivot to Austin Hooper. I know he hasn't been particularly great, but he did have uh, one nice game earlier this year where he got you about 12.5 points. Uh, I think he can do that maybe even a little bit better against the Baltimore Ravens uh, in week 14. So uh, I would say this, Baltimore has gotten better against the tight end position than after the first you know, six or eight weeks of the year, but they're still very vulnerable. And I think uh, you know this might be one of the rare weeks you can get Austin Hooper uh, in your lineup if you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> um, 49ers at the Bengals. This is another big matchup because the Niners are trying to bounce back after their loss last week to Seattle. Uh, the Bengals just getting thumped giving up 41 to the Chargers. So they're trying to sort of lick their wounds as well. Uh, what is your fantasy take on this one? I think you could start T. Higgins. And I know, like, last week we were a little bit worried about him because it wasn't the best matchup. But the volume has just been great. Like, 14 targets last week, eight or more in three of the last four. And what I especially like... Early in the year, they weren't taking any shots downfield with him. All of those were going to Jamar Chase. And it was making T. Higgins kind of like... Uh, a low, like a safe floor type of receiver, but without a lot of upside. But since week seven, he has multiple targets of 20-plus air yards in every game but one. So they're tar starting to take downfield shots with him. We know that he is their preferred red zone option, and he has more targets as of late than Jamar Chase. So I think T. Higgins is actually the Bengals wide receiver one right now, and Chase is like that high upside play that you use. Would you still start Chase? I, I would only because I feel like his upside is too high. Like, he just needs one long catch, and he has a great fantasy day, you know? Yeah. No, I, I saw something uh, on Twitter that uh, you, you count in all the drops that I think he leads the league in air yards left, basically left on the field uh, with some of his Oof. drops. Yeah, and but a lot of it has to do with the depth of the target because yeah. he's their, their downfield guy. So you drop a pass 40 yards downfield, like, yeah, it's going <laughs> to it's gonna look a little bit worse uh, than, some, than, you know, maybe if, I don't know, Hunter Renfro drops a pass or something <laughs> like that. Um, Falcons at the Panthers, and I am back on the Cam Newton train. I know the last time we saw Cam, it wasn't particularly great. Uh, you know, he was getting benched for P.J. Walker. The Panthers were getting drilled by the Miami Dolphins. But some things have changed since then. One, they've, they've had a bye, and so they're back, and they're hopefully a little bit more rested. But there's also been a change at offensive coordinator. Joe Brady is out. We talked about Jeff Nixon uh, coming in to take over the O.C. job. But Matt Rule saying he wants to run the football more, and that's part of the reason Joe Brady is gone is that they weren't running it as much. So here it is. You've got a quarterback who his best attribute is his ability to run the football with an offense that wants to be more ground-based against a defense that has struggled against the run. So all of the factors seem to be coming together for Cam Newton to have a pretty big day. It might not be with his arm. I don't really care. As long as he's picking up yards and he's scoring touchdowns, that's the most important thing. So uh, I think this is a week we can sort of get back on the Cam Newton train a little bit. Yeah, I picked him up in a league myself this week because I, I think he's going to run a lot, like you said, and it's just a it's such a good matchup. Absolutely. So uh, there you go. So we got some starts and sits for you on this show. But if you want more starts and sits, you should check out the Stardom Sit'em Show, which is sort of appropriate. Hey, look, there's that money, money guns. guns. Money guns. And Kimmy checks in a Packers uh, jersey, which I'm sure made Adam Rank thrilled. Uh, check it out every single Thursday, 4 p.m. Eastern, in the NFL family of apps, whether it's the Fantasy app, the NFL app, NFL.com, or YouTube. Uh, it streams, as I mentioned, 4 p.m. Eastern. But if you don't catch it there on Thursday, you can catch it on demand. All right. Let's talk the Rams and Cardinals. Big game on Monday Night Football. Specifically, let's talk about Kyler Murray.
There he is right there. No helmet on. You don't see that a whole lot in football cards. Kyler Murray with all his hair and all of its glory. He looks sort of like he should be on tour with Silk Sonic. Anyway, uh, <laughs> dude was great last week coming back from injury, and so uh, certainly happy to have him back in our fantasy lives. Let's spin it to next year because we know at this point you're starting Kyler Murray as long as he's healthy and on the field. Uh, but when we get to next year, we're getting to August, early September. Will he be the QB1? Will he be the first quarterback off the board next year? I think so, but I also think it's going to be a two-man race. I don't think – there might not be a consensus. And it was a question this year between the – I think it's going to be between Kyler Murray and Josh Allen because Allen last year was the QB1. Right now he's a couple points behind Brady. I think Brady's too old to go first overall again next year, but – these two are also first and third in points per game amongst quarterbacks. Kyler Murray, the only knock with him has been health. Like, last year, late in the season, the play kind of fell off when he hurt his shoulder. This year, he's missed, like, three games already. So that's the one negative on him. But when he is out there on the field, he is, I think, unquestionably, like, a top two, three, maybe even the best quarterback for fantasy football purposes. I, I mean, I just think he the ceiling is so high for him, right, because uh, – we know how effectively he can run, and when he's when he actually is running a lot, uh, you know he is on par with Lamar Jackson in terms of what he can do there. But I think at this point it's it's hard to dispute he is a better, at least more efficient passer than Lamar. And it's I don't want you guys telling you know saying that I'm saying Lamar sucks at throwing the football. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Kyler Murray is probably better at it than Lamar. So you combine those two things, it's it's peanut butter and chocolate. Two great tastes that go great together. So I think that's the reason we'll be talking about Kyler as the, the QB one. I think look, I think he is maybe not quite the passer Josh Allen is, but he's more of a runner. Mm-hmm. I think it all sort of evens out. And so I I'm with you. I was on Team Kyler over Allen this year. I probably will be next year for that exact reason, just because I think he's a, you could trust his rushing a little bit more. I agree. I agree. All right, uh, Raiders at the Chiefs. We're going to talk about Travis Kelsey, who uh, right now is still the tight end one, even if it's not quite as great uh, as we wanted it to be this year. So because it has sort of let us down and because uh, at some point somebody's going to close the gap on him at the tight end position – is Travis Kelsey still a first-round pick next year? No. I, I think you can make the case that he is still the tight end one, but I, I would not take him in the first round. I mean, right now, he is in jeopardy of losing his, five years in a row as the tight end one. He is still the tight end one right now, but Mark Andrews is only 10 points behind him. Like, that is very close. George Kittle would be potentially, like, there if he didn't miss so much time. And the thing is, the reason he was a first-round pick is because – we were saying you get top five wide receiver numbers, but you get it at the weakest position in football. Well, this year he's giving you top 15 wide receiver. Like in his points per game, he's comparable to like Mike Williams. And like that, even at the tight end position, I, I don't think that's getting the job done. Plus he's getting up there in age. I, I don't even think this year is on Travis Kelsey. I think it's on like the Chiefs offense being broken. I still think Travis Kelsey's a very good player, uh, but he's just not being the difference maker to the level we anticipated. I, I would agree. I think, you know, I think you see him drop down probably mid to late second round next year. Uh, you talk about him sort of being the wide receiver 15. Uh, that's still really good for a tight end, but it's not first round in your draft good uh, really for anybody. So I think you're going to see him kind of taken around uh, some of those kind of t- wide receiver twos, and you start to see some of those guys come off the board in the second or third round. So uh, I'm with you. I still think he's the tight end one. I think he's the first guy drafted at that position, um, but but he's not going to go as who, early. Who rivals him? Because I'm trying to think, like, is it Kittle? But Kittle misses time every year. Kittle misses time. I mean, Waller 
took a step back this year. Pitts didn't live up to. Now, Pitts has, has sort of been a disappointment, although, again, that's probably not all his fault. Uh, I mean, I, I, I guess Mark Andrews is probably the name, but even that. Yeah, he doesn't have the upside. Like no. Fancy, I don't think. So uh, we're back to sort of muddling around at tight ends <laughs> uh, again next year. But at least we're not, you know, at least we're not telling ourselves that lie that the position is deep. We know better than that now. Ah, okay. Let's get back to our game previews. We will start with the Saints and the Jets. And uh, I don't know. Offensively, this game could be kind of a mess. Um, but uh, you, you have a name that you've locked in on here. Yeah, I would start Taysom Hill here. Listen, Garner Minshew just went out last week and put up <laughs> good numbers against this Jets defense. And the thing is, the Jets struggle mightily against the run. That's what I care about with Taysom Hill. Whatever he gives me passing is a bonus. You know, like last week he threw four interceptions, still scored over 20 fantasy points because of that 100 rushing yards. And I said, like, there's not going to be four interceptions every week. And people are like, well, there's not going to be 100 rushing yards every week. I'm like, well, he does get the Jets this week. So that's very <laughs> much so could be. Plus, he's good for at least 40 rushing yards each week. I think he's always a threat to score a touchdown. I have him as my QB6 this week. And wow. I, I would be starting him anywhere I have him. That's, you know, I've got him in a couple places. I actually went and took a flyer on him in the Scott Fishbowl way back when, uh, whenever they drafted, what, June, July, something like that. Um, didn't think it would take this long for him to become a factor. But here we are. Uh, so Taysom Hill back in our lives. Uh, Jaguars and the Titans, which has some, I guess, interest uh, in the AFC South. I know the Jaguars pretty much out of things, but the Titans still looking to, to make a move in the uh, the fan or the NFL playoffs, I should say. Uh, I would say, though, a sleeper is Trevor Lawrence in this one. And I know it has not been the rookie season that a lot of people anticipated for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, but he's had some bright spots. Uh, he's he's done some things. You know, he's had a couple of games where it's like, okay, I see the light sort of coming on and, and see if seeing if he can get some things done. Meanwhile, the Titans have continued to struggle against opposing passing games all year long. So this feels like an opportunity for Trevor Lawrence to kind of Get things going, get get some momentum, maybe build on some things for later on in the season. Now, I know there's a lot of weirdness happening in Jacksonville with Urban Meyer and James Robinson and uh, player personnel issues. I don't, I don't understand. I don't care. I just want Trevor Lawrence to go out and have a good game, and I think it could happen this week uh, against the Titans, against the Jag, or against the Titans. I'll get it right against the <laughs> Tennessee Titans. Uh, I think he can do it. And look. I think this is more of a, a super flex kind of two QB situation. I don't know if I'd start him in just a regular one QB league, but yeah, there's something there, I think. Yeah, completely agree. Um, all right, Seahawks and Texans. We talked a little bit about Russ earlier. Said uh, we're, we're, we're willing to, to pony up and sit at the table and let Russ cook again. Uh, who's getting served potentially by him? I'm getting a lot of questions if people should continue to start DK Metcalf or not. And I think this week you can start DK Metcalf, partially because they're playing the Texans, and I think that they're going to look to to kind of force-feed DK the ball. But you look at last week in particular, and eight targets, you see there eight or more in three of his last four games. I mean, that's ties for his highs since week uh, five on. Like, I don't know why they stopped throwing him the ball, but last week he had two targets in the red zone. 130 air yards was his second most all year, his most since week three. So they threw him three targets, 20 or more air yards. They 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 realized, like, hey, he's DK Metcalf. He could be used <laughs> in the red zone. He could be used downfield. So I think last week was the usage we want to see. I think the production comes in a good matchup this week. With DK, I feel like, I feel like goodwill hunting. Like It's not your fault. No. It's not your fault. No, it's not. <laughs> you know, DK's out there doing his thing. They're just not throwing him the football, and I can't figure out uh, exactly why. 
right, we got one more break, but when we come back, we are wrapping up our game previews, and we're hitting you with some Week 14 sleepers, including a pair of former first-round picks. Stay tuned for more of the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. As we get ready to wrap up this show, still got a few more game previews for you. We will start with the Giants at the Chargers. We talked at the top of the show about Keenan Allen being on the COVID-19 reserve list, and uh, we await to see whether or not he will be available for this one. But uh, we also talked about it already. Mike, Mike Williams feels like a must-start. He was very much a start anyway, but if there's no Keenan Allen, uh, that makes him even more of a must-start because it does seem like without Keenan – uh, a lot of those extra targets may go in the direction of Mike Williams. They're starting to connect with him more down the field. Uh, he looks like the big play guy we saw at the beginning of the season. And the Giants have just been kind of miserable defensively uh, against wide receivers. So the matchup, uh, extremely good there. When when you said must start, I thought you were going to go Jake Fromm. Yeah, because, you know, Jake Fromm. Would you Google him? Jake from State Farm comes, comes up, up I'm before. sure. Right, before the actual uh, the actual player. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I started I started doing it right now and it just auto filled in there from <laughs> with with that guy. Uh which by the way, he's like super muscly. Jake Jake from the new Jake. Yeah, the new Jake. Yeah, he like is. he's wearing smediums and stuff on, <laughs> uh, on TV. It's weird. Anyway, uh Lions at the Broncos. Uh, shout out to Detroit getting their first win of the season last week against the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Burr, 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 burr. That's right, uh, air horns and money guns for the folks in Detroit. Uh, they got the Broncos this week, so we'll see if they can make it two in a row. But uh, for our fantasy purposes, what's happening here? I, I wrote start Javante Williams yesterday on the homework, but I just must start Javante Williams. Yeah. Even if Melvin Gordon plays, I think Javante Williams, there's – Right, like there's no going back at this point. Like, yeah, I'm sure if Melvin Gordon's active, he's going to get utilized to play a bit. But you can't go compl- like I don't. I don't see it going back to how it was before last week. Javante Williams shown us that he is very explosive. We know he could break tackles, but he showed us that he could do a whole lot more than that. And a lot of the times, once these rookies get going, it's hard for coaches to go back to the vet. So even if Javon, uh, Melvin Gordon plays in a great matchup here against the Lions, I think Javante Williams is a must-start RB1. Uh, I agree, but I, I think either either of those running backs is set up for success in this one. So if Gordon's back, you can play him. Javante Williams, uh, we're super excited to see things happen for him last week, so you're definitely playing him. Uh, last game on our slate, the Sunday night football game between the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers. Some good news just broke for the Bears as we were doing this show, and that is that Justin Fields has been medically cleared to play and named the starter. He has been dealing with a rib injury that's kept him out of the last few games, but it looks like he is good to go for Chicago on Sunday night at Lambeau Field, which is just in time to, uh, to face his team's owner. Andrew or Aaron Rodgers. So uh, good luck with that. Uh, but I will say, beware of David Montgomery this week uh, just because the Packers are playing well offensively and, and they look like they're in a mode where they can score a whole lot of points, which could impact the game script. On top of that, Green Bay's run defense has been pretty good as well all year long. So it just seems like a, a bad situation. I'm not going to tell you to sit David Montgomery because he still has upside and, and you probably don't have any better options on your bench. Um, but I just I don't love the matchup this week. Hopefully I'm wrong. Uh, it just doesn't particularly look great. Uh, as for Justin Fields, um, deeper leagues, two quarterback leagues, would you would you consider starting him after the layoff here? Only in deeper two quarter like 
for me, he's going to be outside like the top 15. Like I think I would use him ahead of Trevor Lawrence, who is someone that we have spoke about as a sleeper in a good matchup, but that's kind of the tier he falls in for me. The Packers are a really tough defense, but thank thank God for our eyes, right? Like, <laughs> this is just a more entertaining game now on Sunday right? night with Justin Fields in it than with Andy Dalton. We just we just want to see the guy play, man. Like we've seen we've seen the Andy Dalton show for a while. Uh, let's see what the Justin Fields show has to offer. All right. It's time for our Week 14 Sleepers. So, start us off, Mr. Florio. I'm going with Marquez Valdez-Scantling here, MVS on Green Bay. And before their bye, he had 19 targets in their two prior games, 10 and 9. So, consistent volume like that. Look, you see here, he's a great downfield threat. We know that. We've always known that about MVS. But the volume is what has my attention now because Green Bay, without Robert Tunyon and, and with other pieces banged up. They've been searching for someone outside of Devontae Adams in this passing game, and it seems like the answer's been right in front of their face this whole time. They didn't get Odell like we thought they would, and since that point, MVS was like, you don't need OBJ. You have MVS. I got you, and he's been playing really good football. He has been playing good football, and it, it would be nice if we could settle on another receiver there besides Devontae Adams. That's been the hard part the last couple of years, not being able to figure out whom. Uh, I got Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And, you know, last year, we talked about this, last year CEH was sort of a victim of our high expectations. This year we lowered our expectations, and we've still been disappointed by what we have gotten out of Clyde Edwards-Alaire. But the matchup is really good. The Raiders have struggled. Uh, and it was last year against the Raiders where CEH had one of his biggest games. In fact, uh, the only two rushing touchdown game of his career came against the Raiders last season. So things seem to be aligning. Uh, I know it's still a little bit worrisome because Darrell Williams hasn't completely gone away in that offense. But this feels like uh, it could be a decent CEH game. Um, who else do you have as a sleeper this week? Amir Abdullah. Yeah. And this is going a little bit deeper, I know. And, and he has been utilized more uh, when Christian McCaffrey was healthy. He was like the the primary backup. He was getting pass game usage over Chuba Hubbard. I still think Chuba Hubbard, though, is going to be the lead back. But I think we see a combination of the two of them. We could see Abdullah used in the passing game. And when... The Panthers fired their OC this week. They were like, listen, we want to run the ball more. We want to run the ball 30 to 35 times a game. I don't think that's just going to be Chuba Hubbard carrying that load. Obviously, Cam Newton will run a good amount. But I think Amir Abdullah could sneakily see like 10 to 12 touches this week. So in a good matchup against the Falcons, I think that makes him a sleeper. Amir Abdullah is one of those guys who just keeps popping up on rosters. And you're like, oh, he's still in the league. That's cool. 2015 was a long time Long time ago. <laughs> Man, tell me about it. Well, speaking of a long time ago, once upon a time, Laquan Treadwell was a first-round pick uh, for the Minnesota Vikings. He has bounced around since then. He has, this is his third team in three years, that team being the Jacksonville Jaguars. But he has some sleeper potential this week uh, because, for whatever reason, the Jaguars don't like throwing to Marvin Jones and or LaVisca Chenault. They keep trying to find another option, whether it's Jamal Agnew, now it's Laquan Treadwell. He's led this team in targets in back-to-back -back games uh, and has a very good matchup. I talked about Trevor Lawrence uh, as a sleeper this week. So is Laquan Treadwell because he seems to be getting a lot of that volume in the passing game. So uh, this could be another week. We're, we're riding the wave. This was a thing we thought was going to happen like in 2015, 2016 
uh, whenever he was drafted. But, uh, you know, sometimes you have to wait for guys to develop, apparently. A- Abdullah and Treadwell are kind of the pointing Spider-Man gif combined <laughs> with, like, the Undertaker, like, popping out of the casket <laughs> gif. Like, if you can merge those two things, that's what these two players That's are. what Amir Abdullah and Laquan Treadwell <laughs> are. Never thought we'd be talking about them uh, in the year of our fantasy football lore 2021. <laughs> uh, if you want more sleepers, though, I wrote a whole list of them uh, in my weekly column. You can find that at NFL.com slash sleepers. And we got plenty more fantasy talk for you all week long, not just on NFL Fantasy Live, but on NFL Fantasy Game Day. That's on Sundays. It's me. It's Adam Rank. It's Kimmy Checks. It's Michael F. Florio. We get you all the way up to kickoff with news, starts, burning questions, sleepers, all of that and more. Check us out noon Eastern in the NFL Fantasy app, NFL app, NFL.com and YouTube. Where, uh, our pal Matt Okada is usually answering questions uh, on the YouTube channel. That's also usually the show where we're the saltiest, like oh, yeah. Kimmy or Kimmy. Or, I mean, sometimes yeah. you get in on yeah, the saltiest. Yeah. I would like. say, if you ever want to see Kimmy check salty, you should have watched <laughs> a couple of weeks ago when she was just all just hot and bothered about uh, Antonio Gibson. And then he ended up having a good game. I, and and I, I you know I was on Mac Jones and, and he had a good game. He had a good game on Monday too, where uh, he had a, almost a perfect passer rating. So maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna find a player that I really need to have a big week. I'm just gonna talk that <laughs> on him on Sunday and hope that that motivates that player uh, to come out and have a, a really big game during the day. All right. Uh, in the meantime, for us, that is it. We are done. We appreciate you hanging out with the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You know the drill: tell two friends to tell two friends, rate, review, and remember. Are there any guilty bystanders? Be safe, take care of yourselves, get vaccinated, and we'll see you next week. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, 
or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit MortonBuildings.com to get started today. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.